Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Alexandra West, and this is Andrea Sibisati from the Faculty of Horror. And you're listening to See You Next Wednesday. Welcome to another episode of See You Next Wednesday. This is episode 79, and it's a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, September 11th, and my name is Dan Gorman, and that's Sardo, no mister, accent on the dough. My name is Casey Lyons, and if you're into horrors, I know some that are much cheaper and have way better taste in furniture. I'm Greg Legro, and I'm a stylish American. I've been forcing myself to be interested in soccer since 2004. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Is that community? Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, been a while since our I regular episode. Been a while. It's, it's good to see you, fellows. Yeah. I don't remember how to podcast. I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which end do I talk it to? Me uh, either. Yeah. Where's the Great. pod? <laughs> Where's the cast? <laughs> it's a theoretical pod, you guys. Greg was away. I was. Yeah. In another country. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah. I went to Europe. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, so I'm better than you now. Okay. <laughs> God damn well, it. Well, I notice you have a pencil-thin mustache it's now. It's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, to what, tell us about it. Any, uh, uh, any well, yeah, okay. notable? I won't uh, go into it too much. But uh, Greece is paradise. It's the most amazing place I've ever been in my life. It's yeah. stunningly beautiful. The weather is... I was uh, I was there for two and a half weeks, I, and on like the second last day, I finally saw a cloud, and it was small, and I was like, yeah. what the fuck is that? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was beautiful weather there. Uh, the people are great. Uh, I, I went to the Acropolis, and I saw the Parthenon, and that was like... I don't know. It's it's always an, you'll have an emotional reaction to something that is that old and mm-hmm. is that significant to the, the you know the, the cradle of humanity. Yeah, uh, I feel the same way about Betty White. It's true. <laughs> it's an emotional reaction when you see her. It is. Um, yeah, I just I, I can't go on enough about uh, how amazing it is. But it's uh, like a lot of weird little differences that make it really cool or dangerous. The uh, craziest drivers I have oh. ever seen in my life, like. <laughs> Terrifying. I like to ride my bike. I ride my bike in Toronto, and you know I'm fairly daring with it. But I would never own a bicycle in Greece. No, not a fucking chance. All traffic signs and directions are all just suggestions. <laughs> and the I, like, it's so 
I, I, it's uh, the roads are like just like man, fuck it here. No, now it stops, and then, you know <laughs> the, it doesn't make any sense. And then, like these massive uh, inclines and stuff, like it's all these it's, you know, kind of built yeah, up mountains yeah. and stuff. But I was going down this one street, and there were cars parked like. It looked like somebody took like a boggle, can, you know, can of dice and just like, Bleh. yeah, because the cars were like they were bumper to bumper facing each other, like head on, yeah. back to back, side to side, somewhere out. Like the only like position I didn't see a car in was upside down. Uh, like that, and I'm frankly surprised it, there wasn't one. It was fucked. Um, I don't even know what else to talk about. It was just, uh, yeah, I went to Crete. The it was the most beautiful place I've ever been. The uh, the water is warm and clear. And uh, there was a mountain, or not a mountain, sorry, an island with a mountain on it out, like, just right beyond where I was staying. We took a boat out and we were able to go, because the water's not very deep there. Seven meters below the surface, there's a, a, a plane, a World War II fighter what? that had gone down. And you could, it's like all washed away yeah. for 70 years, but, like, the hull is there. That's awesome. And t- really scary to go in the water with something like that. Because from the boat, you're like, holy fuck, look at that plane. Yeah. And then you put goggles on, you get in the water, you're like, <laughs> this is fucking your butthole goes whoop. Uh, there's it's you know it's it make that noise? Yeah, you can hear it underwater. Um, he might have just farted. Yeah, the uh, really cool though, like, but yeah, that is like, it was crazy when you get in the water and then you're looking at this like tomb, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but the water was amazing. Like you, could, I could walk 150 yards out from shore and still be at like chest level yeah. in the water. Which was amazing, like it, and it just stayed that way. Like I don't know, I didn't, I never walked to a point where it couldn't be there. But the current, yeah, I got to a point where the current changed because that's the ocean's like, get out of here, get out of here, yeah, <laughs> stay with me forever. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that pull started to be there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure it'll come up with things. Uh, I'll tell you more about Greece as we go. But yeah, just, uh, I, I, I highly recommend going there for anything ever yeah. <laughs> don't go to anywhere else just no. go to greece it's if you're gonna go to the store in. to get some coffee yeah go, go, to, to, go to greece yeah well i'm gonna go to bed go to greece yeah. <laughs> it is the greatest yeah yeah that's awesome mm-hmm. super jealous yeah, yeah the photo fo- you sent some pretty funny photos to our little Facebook yeah i saw some neat stuff <laughs> yeah. the uh, the beautiful human mall yeah <laughs> Full of beautiful humans, yeah. I assume. Uh, uh, it was closed. <laughs> yeah, you never really or specified. It looked like it was closed because I couldn't get in. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. exactly. But no, you're no. horribly ugly. Yeah. Terribly ugly. <laughs> um, I showed Casey a picture. I didn't show you yet, but I, I had there was a candy bar that I got there. That was delicious, by the way, but it was called Plop. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, pretty good Plop bar. <laughs> I think I'm going to go get a Plop. <laughs> Feeling like a Plop. Yeah. That's funny, yeah. Um, I love that shit. I love, like, weird candy, like, weird. Oh, hell yeah. Weird local food. Um, that's funny. Yeah. So, because I guess it's been two weeks, uh, we got lots to, lots to talk on. about off the top. Oh, yeah. Casey yeah. and I both have seen a few movies we'll talk about, but yeah. I feel like we could get into some news. Yeah. There's been um, specific, There's a lot of news. Specifically, I think. It would be interesting to talk about some remake news because yeah. while you while you well it came out when you just got back right the RoboCop remake trailer yes and then there's also been some news on the Poltergeist remake trailer. Yeah. Uh, there's actually been a lot of movie news in the last two weeks. yeah yeah some good yeah. some bad just right off the top before we talk about uh, remake stuff Ant Man got moved a couple months. Yeah. From yeah, February summer, summer, into the summer. 2015 now? Yeah. yeah. Which people, some people seem to be debating, like, is this a good or a bad sign? Like, is it ready or is it like we need to rush? 
I don't know. A couple months doesn't know. seem to be like a rush, but uh, it's Edgar Wright. Yeah, at his worst, he's still great. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm really excited for that. And when I saw the news, it was like it's being moved up. I was like, really soon? Like, <laughs> I was like and then I read it. It was still like 2015 or something. I was like, oh man, whatever. It's a long time yeah. from now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be so old by now. <laughs> <laughs> and so jaded. Not gonna have time for Ant Man or any kind of other men. Yeah. <laughs> but that was interesting. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That RoboCop trailer. Jesus. It, I was saying, I, like, it looks worse than I would have imagined. See, I, I imagine bad. bad. Uh, like everybody I know is like, "Oh fuck! Did you see that thing? It's gonna be awesome." And really? I'm like, I don't. Did we watch the same fucking trailer? Did, were yeah. people liking it? Because it's yeah, just, like I don't know. Were they? Yeah, like a lot of people that I've talked to, like just general public, uh, uh, have just been like, "Oh man, it looks so." <laughs> the general good. public, you were just out polling on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was out on the street corner. Yeah. He was at a I had Dundas. a clipboard. Nope, got you. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Excuse me, sir. Tell me what you think about the new Robocop. <laughs> um, and, yeah, like, generally, I, I find it's being really well-received. Hmm. Not by the nerds on the internet, no, no. Um, but of, of looks, which we are three. Yeah. When Robocop was being shopped as an uh, the original film, they were trying to think of a different name because they were like, no one, everyone was yeah. like, Robocop? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not giving you any money for this. <laughs> now, now it's like they had to live up to the stupid name by finally making those stupid movie that goes with that title. Yeah. Like, it looks like an idiotic, yeah, it's Robocop. Ro- yeah. Robot cop. Yeah. Bring, bring me the robot yeah, cop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's so, well, like a human hand and this little, his little t- hissy fit. Uh, he throws ah! a little fucking fit. Yeah. yeah I'm Robocop and I'm mad. <laughs> I think it looks like shit. But I just think that the reception has been interesting because a lot of people I've seen a lot of reception on Twitter where people are like really upset that it ditches the Verhoeven tone and ditches the whole like satirical tone of the original. But I feel like you can't. Those are all those things are getting in the way. No, no. But (laughs) I think things that made it a good movie were getting. I like I I am fully on board with this movie. Does not. That's a really bad trailer. It looks like shit. But I'm just like RoboCop was such a movie distilled from the time that it was made. Sure, I'm on board. You know, like it's a very of it's Mm. a very like critique of the social and political stuff going on, and like it's also a hyper violent like satire on the movies that were around. And also, the director isn't Paul Verhoeven, And, and what Paul Verhoeven did with RoboCop he very much did to a lesser extent with stuff like Starship Troopers and Total Recall like to me I just think criticizing it for that is like I don't know like people saying it it has to be rated R or whatever but I'm like but the movie's not attempting to do what the original RoboCop did so why force it into like a rated R box like this just looks like Elysium to me it's like yeah oh isn't it interesting that we're like kind of name dropping drones but in like a sci-fi action movie like that's what I think it's going to be like not committed to being a political movie, so I don't care that it's PG-13 and not violent. I just think it looks like oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I don't care what the rating is. Yeah. Like, it just looks bad. And if it was R, it would be all CGI blood anyway. Yeah, yeah which would That's be disappointing, but I still want to... At the <clears> end of the day, I still want to see a melting henchman get hit by a fucking car. That's not going like, to happen. Because, but why? No, it's not going to fucking happen. But I don't think because, it should happen. Because I almost feel like if you're going to remake it, remake why, it. Yeah. yeah. Why gotta, remake fucking RoboCop at all? Like, that's the thing. It's such a singular thing. It's like everybody says you can't remake Star Wars. You can't remake Citizen Kane because there's very uh, specific to the director. And I'm not saying Paul Verhoeven is. (laughs) Well, actually, I think he's a fucking fantastic director, to be quite honest. Um, Absolutely. And and I think he has such a singular vision for what he does that, uh, that... to, to, to redo it at all is so fucking pointless. Yeah. But I feel like it's like sometimes I think, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you should, uh, like with plays, plays get redone over and over and over and people take different 
angles or ideas. Right, yeah. A different actor will take a different approach with but a classic character. But the property character. is the same. Yeah, 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 exactly. You do the exact same thing. You right. Know? So take take the story of RoboCop and those characters, like, uh, you know, uh, classic characters like Clarence Boddicker. Let me see that, somebody else throw take somebody on into Clarence that Boddicker. role. And, yeah. yeah, like, that's a classic fucking villain. That's yeah. one of the best villains I've ever seen in a one movie. One of my top five movie villains of all time. Easy. So yeah. one of my I, favorite I feel like if you're going to do it, then stick time. with something that works because people weren't like, oh, man, you know, that movie was on for 25 years people weren't like man it was a robot cop yeah. <laughs> holy fuck it's the the story the people the, yeah. the, the, the you know that's what sells robocop and again because a guy who's tone. made into a cyborg is not not original and it's not really all that interesting yeah no. what's surrounded it's that story is yeah. what made it good. yeah absolutely it's not the I fucking agree. helmet it's not uh like the sec now the one thing i will say that that buoyed my spirits a little bit was that in the cast list on IMDb, uh-huh. Miguel Ferrer is in this thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So I want there to be at least one little fucking nod. Something. One little nod. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, the best I can my, I just think like I'm so like fatigued with the remake stuff where I'm just kind of like, I don't know, either I'm going to get a movie that like attempts to live up to the spirit and is a futile attempt to live up to the original. Like, I feel like if a mo- if this movie with this director and this cast tried to do like, because I think your idea is perfect. Like, I think you should remake movies with the same spirit and like, and, and, and try and do it like a play. Like, here's a new take on this story. But I just don't think they would ever do that because I think they would just have to be like, well, we need to like update it for what people want right now. What yeah. people seem to want is like garbage Elysium shit. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, I don't know. I'm not going to be like, oh, I wish this was more like the original because I feel like there's no way it'll ever live up to the original. So I'd rather like they're doing something new with it. Good on them. I think it looks like shit. Yeah. yeah. It's going to suck. <laughs> yeah. It looks worse than Total Recall. Uh, but I so. almost feel like I'm happy. Like, oh, whatever. Take the limit. Like, make it less like the movie I love so it seems like less Some like your... Some other foreign thing. Yeah. yeah. I'll just yeah. forget about in a couple of <laughs> yeah. months. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nobody, I get that. like, you guys saw Total Recall and I yeah. didn't see that. Yeah. And I, f- but I feel like I haven't thought about it in like the no, last. Why would you? Yeah. Nor <laughs> have I. I've forgotten <laughs> most of it. Yeah. yeah, I'm fine with like I don't know, I don't know. But like uh, the reason I brought this up was because the news about the Poltergeist remake, mm-hmm. I'm actually oddly excited about. Well, I remember a, there being a screenwriter that I was sort of excited the, about. The cast, um, let me see if I, I have it up here. I just, I'm the, the cast and the director has me excited about it because um, Sam Rockwell is going to be in it. Oh, a couple no other, oh, that's right. Yeah, Sam Rockwell's <gasps> in it. Some other people have been uh, cast that I can't seem to see here that it made me excited. But um, Gil Kennan, who did Monster. Oh, yeah, he did Monster House. Monster House and uh, City of Ember, which isn't a great movie, but mm. I think has like a cool visual style. Like, yeah, I think I, I think he's... He wants it in like a hotel room or something. Yeah. Like, it's not great, but it's, no. it looks Is that really the one cool. with Bill Murray? Yeah. Yeah. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Uh-huh. Yeah, like it has, uh-huh. a, it has an okay idea and it looks cool. It doesn't hold together, but... Yeah, it, like I feel like Gil Cannon is a director I'm interested to see. He's only done two movies, and it's been like years and years and years. Well, yeah. the visual style of I, I didn't see City of Ever, but I did see Monster House, and I really enjoyed Monster, I like House, Monster and, House. And visually, it's very fantastical, but it really creates its own little world. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how much of that is Sam and how much of that is Dan Harmon, but yeah. um, well, Dan Harmon kind of said like this movie. He, like, kind of disowned the script. He was like, they took it away from what I wanted to do. Right. Which I'm like, okay, but I still like it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I feel like if they're they're remaking Poltergeist, because Poltergeist is so much more of a fantasy movie mm-hmm. than it is, like, a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. Guy rips his face off, sure. Yeah. Sure. But, or does he? <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
but uh, but yeah, like I I feel like his sensibilities will serve a remake of Poltergeist yeah. well. Yeah, it's, it's hard to remake a movie that's this iconic though. Like, yeah. there are so many things that even people who have never seen Poltergeist know like five solid scenes yeah. in that movie. I do not want to see a CGI fucking Face uh, melt uh, no the, the a CGI uh, clown? scary clown. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> that's just gonna fucking ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I yeah I think. The thing about Monster House to me and why I think Gilkenan maybe is a good idea for Poltergeist remake is, to me, Monster House is the only movie in recent years that has done that. We've been produced by Spielberg, so we look like a Spielberg film and feel like a Spielberg film. I feel like this is the Monster House was the only one that like nailed it because I have been vocal on the show about how much I hate Super Eight. Yes, I just feel like Monster House had that like there's danger. It's scary. These kids could get eaten the fuck up by this house and die, but it's also like whimsical and yeah. fantasy and fun. So I'm interested about Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It could work. Yeah. When you go back to Poltergeist, like I love that movie, but like there's stuff about it I don't like. I don't think all the effects are great. I would be interested in maybe seeing what an update would look like. Mm-hmm. Sure. And Sam Rockwell, I fucking yeah, he's, yeah, crazy. he's outstanding. Yeah. <laughs> it could be interesting. I don't yeah. know. Um, well, yeah, there's a lot of news. I think the biggest thing that broke was right after I left. I, I guess we should talk about yeah. uh, uh, Batfleck. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you so what? Were you, you're on a trip. You get yeah. this like what? Like did we mention it in our Facebook thread or something? You see it online somewhere? What happened? Uh, like- I was on the beach and I finally got some <laughs> Wi-Fi connection, and I saw one of your. I think it was you, something. Dan. Posting like Ben Affleck is yeah. a man, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> really? Um, all right, and everybody, and we talked about it on the beach, and everyone was like, uh, uh. I've decided I'm all right with this. I don't. I haven't. I didn't have like a violent reaction to it, like most people. I was kind of like, oh, weird. Anyway, yeah, yeah like, I find I just don't care. Yeah, at um, all. I'm gonna be cautiously optimistic about this, uh, just based on I think in the last. Five to some odd years, let's say say seven. Uh, ben Affleck has been a much better actor, mm-hmm. restrained, and has learned something. He's, I think, is a fine director. Um, and when you know nobody, we, as Casey said when we were talking about other people, like nobody wanted Heath Ledger to play the Joker. I that was my like one argument where I was just like, yeah. just let it like, let's, yeah, who knows? Let's he see. knows he has to do something because like there was such well, he, a backlash when it when it was announced that yeah. he was the thing. Yeah, he knows he has to do something amazing with it, and sure. I, I do think that he has. It in him or whatever. Yeah, or? He, he, he might. He'll be able to do something. And he was. Yeah. I mean, I think so the only public. thing that's going to hamper it is the fact that it's all still going to be a Zack Snyder movie, yeah. and he's not good with yeah. too much yeah. money. Uh, yeah, and like he's got. I think he has something to prove because he's been so public about his humiliation over the Daredevil mm-hmm. experience. Right. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I'm like you know fine. Yeah. I, there's a lot of ways this could have gone that would have been much much worse. And, like, again, nobody wanted Heath Ledger. Nobody wanted yeah. fucking Michael Keaton. I know. Like, yeah, no, right. that yeah. was a big fucking thing. Yeah. The fucking comic book world and nerds everywhere yeah. fucking freaked People out. People were still like, that was, like, another one of those, like, like obviously not on the internet or whatever, but there no, was, no. like, petitions and around. And stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Don't, was, like, yeah. Like, this is terrible. We're not going to go see yeah, it yeah. kind of thing. 
And then when like later on people were were coming in like Val Kilmer and Clooney and stuff, people were going like, "No, Michael Keaton's the like yeah, perfect yeah. version of right. it." Even like, now, like I mean, I heard people on the internet now when they were trying to fill the shoes of Batman, yeah, and they knew they wanted an older one. People were like, "Bring Keaton back!" Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck yeah, <laughs> I would be so on board for oh my that. God, yeah, that'd be amazing. yeah. I just want to see him in more movies. Yeah, like, like, sure. it looks like he's got a lot coming up. Yeah, like, I mean, well, he's, he's doing Robocop, Robocop, but, but mm-hmm. there's some movie where he's playing like a guy who's. Out of his mind and thinks he's a superhero or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't and really I know. Keep wanting to call it like um, Defendor, but that was the that was the Woody, uh, Harrelson. The Woody Harrelson one, right? right. Yeah. It, but there's an interesting director on that too. Let yeah, me yeah. Look that it's something worth taking a look at. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm uh, you know uh, this mess of a movie they're coming up with. I'm going to at least go. I'm I'm going to be all right with Affleck. Yeah. In theory, until he yeah. sh- until he shows me that he's doing wrong. A lot of people pointed to Hollywood Land, where he played like. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking yeah. about a lot because I, I, it's not a great movie, Hollywood no, Land. No, but he's he's good. quite good. Yeah, definitely. And he looks right. He looks like a superhero. He's got the big chin. He's you know a big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like with the whole with the mask on, he'll look like Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like I feel like because he's older and stuff like that, they're gonna they're gonna go for a much like more staid kind of a tone. Yeah. And I think that that's something that he'll respond to. We'll see. Totally. Uh, it's uh, Alejandro Gonzalez in a ritu. <laughs> uh, the guy who did Twenty One Grams. And okay. Bagel and, um, yeah, it's called Birdman. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's the sequel to Condor Man. Oh my God! <laughs> Which I, was I'd be so down for, for that. a sequel. <laughs> I would, Finally, I would definitely be down mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I always got Zach Galifianakis and Ed Norton. Yeah, no, it, it looks interesting, and I'm glad yeah. that Keaton's the centerpiece. Oh, definitely. and Amy Ryan, I fucking love Amy Ryan. Um, yeah. Was there any other big news, or is there like there's other things. things we saw? Because <laughs> I saw some stuff. Um, what did you see? Well. I texted you guys or emailed like my flight there was like I lost a bunch of dice rolls. Yeah. <laughs> it was just fucking horrific. It was a an, it, flight. Was, it was one of those flights where they showed you movies and it was like this is what's yeah, playing. Yeah, the there's a screen there and I that's all there is. It's not like on the back yeah. of the seat shit. Yeah. So first it was Oz the Great and Powerful. <laughs> You're which already I, which I've already uh, seen and hated. Yeah. So yeah. I just defiantly didn't watch it. I just took my headphones out and just Red or something. Like I, yeah. gonna, yeah, I tried to read, but that was giving me a headache, so I just stared at it. And I did find Athena and I were both staring at it, like scowling at it. And when you watch bad acting on mute, <laughs> you can really see it even more yeah. how hammy and telegraphed it is. And fucking James Franco is brutal in that. He's movie. the worst. I didn't Sucked hate him in my it. balls. Then I no, I didn't hate the movie. No, uh, but I'll I didn't, never see it again. I didn't hate him in it. I thought he was fucking. Just at his Franco match. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like it, it might as well have been Franco goes to Oz. I don't know. There's something about his like squinty face that makes me laugh. <laughs> like even, I like them and stuff. I don't know. get me wrong. I like I him he, in comedies where he doesn't yeah. have to be taken seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then immediately after that was Trouble with the Curve. Oh. Uh, oh, Clint I saw Clint that. Can't pee is the first scene in the movie, and I was like, yeah. oh, God. Damn it! <laughs> oh, I like so, that scene a lot. Uh, <laughs> that's a horrible movie. It's not it's, good. I love it. You a, you hit like actual punishment movies. I know. Yeah. I couldn't well, fucking believe it. I forgot I saw that movie. Yeah, yeah. So I watched that. That was a, that was really bad. Then I had to that like it was like there's nothing else to do. I couldn't sleep, and I was in an aisle seat, and I kept on getting bumped by the stewardess. People going like, by every time I started, so I didn't sleep at all on the flight, and I just flight watched what was on. Uh, and uh, I then they showed three. Episodes in a row 
of Just for Laugh get a guest. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sounds great. Oh that God. is the fucking worst. Every time a new episode starts, I'm like, come on. We just did this. This I is why it. I'm leaving Canada. Oh, my God. It. And then. Because that's then, like, like we need to play something that like. Like you can watch without sound, and that like kids are okay yeah, with. Yeah, it's like the most something that we bought for five dollars yeah, an episode. Just, oh, dude. Fuck you! That's all I saw. How much Man. of it was people jumping out of like a bush at somebody, or like all of them? <laughs> the thing is, some of them are. Some of the gags that they have are clever enough. They can be. Sure. Uh, but they can at be. the end of the day, I never want to see it happening. No. <laughs> and then after that, I, I they, it was a new girl. Was Zoe Deschanel, which I've never seen an episode of before, and I was like, "Oh, all right. Well, I'll see what's going on here." That's a horrible, horrible television show. <laughs> I yeah, hear that it gets like good. It. Like, I it, like. I mean, everybody says it's about every show ever, but I've yeah, heard yeah. that like it was a weird show that came into its own at yeah, a certain I think, point. I feel like they switched showrunners at some point. Yeah, something and, like and, that, and it got better. I don't know. I saw a couple episodes in the first season, and I was like, I don't understand what. There's no characters. Yeah, there's yeah. just Zoe Deschanel plays Zoe Deschanel, yeah. and then. And some fucking completely nondescript dudes. Yeah, yeah. And I love Jake Johnson. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of good people that pop great. up on it, but yeah, what a... Uh, yeah, Matt just, Besser's just been on gross. it. A bunch yeah. of people have been on it. What a piece of shit. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, and then uh, then I... Yeah, then it was uh, Big Bang Theory. And, and then it wrapped up with some other French... Uh, all sight gag based uh, <laughs> sketch comedy show. Awesome. I was just like with no dialogue. It was just all people doing stupid things. Look, oh, he's over there. <laughs> I thought he was over here. Now he's over there. That was the gag on that one. I thought he was over here, but it turns out he is over there. <laughs> nice accent. Thank you, and, French uh, Canadian. I think it was just like so horrible. I was like, "Fuck me, man! This is the word." And I get to Greece, and like, there's nothing to watch. There, but I when we got to. Uh, the island of Crete, and I would turn on the TV in the room we were staying in, and uh, um, Hombre with uh, Paul Newman was on TV in English. And I was like, oh, fucking right on. There's some sweet, channel that sweet. shows like old movies. That's great. Yeah. Uh, nope. Uh, I uh, saw <clears throat> a lot of bad TV, because all the shows that are canceled here now go there. Go there. <laughs> so I saw the first episode of Hawaii Five-0. Oh, no. That's terrible. I never saw that. I Joe saw... Dante directed some of those episodes. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, Apparently, it's the still worst. bad. It's really, well, really that just bad. just shows you well, some... anybody can use a paycheck yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. Um, and, that, and I saw some of the uh, CSI with LL Cool J and uh, Robin. Oh. Uh, uh, Chris O'Donnell. Great. Oh, uh, God. That show is fucking hilarious. Yeah. It's I've seen the original CSI when I was in Dodgeville, Wisconsin. My mom loves it. Uh, and it's Mark Harmon and a bunch of stock stuff, but it's, mm-hmm. you can just kind of tune out and watch it. This CSI is bananas. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. There's this... Uh, Wait, I thought Mark Harmon was NCIS. That's what I meant. Sorry. Oh, what did okay. I say? Did All I right. say CSI? CSI, yeah. yeah NCIS, LL Cool J, and Robin. Mm-hmm. And they're not really the leads. They're, they just sit around at a desk and bicker and say shit to the other people yeah. who go out and do stuff. Ugh. And there's this blonde guy that I've seen in a lot of movies. I don't know his name. And he's sort of the lead guy. And then he's got to go solve this crime. And he's like, oh man, I'm going to have to go back undercover again into that Max character. I never wanted to see him in the mirror again. Oh. He turns into Max. Max is a bad guy. It was the worst. Just... Ugh, it was disgusting. But I would like if you can find the episode somewhere online, watch it because it's hilariously stupid. Yeah. And oh I my god, that. you even got Linda Hunt in there too. Oh man, it's just the fucking worst. Uh so and that was the kind of TV I was stuck with. A lot of entourage, 
And uh, I, the only good movie that came out, the best movie I saw on Greek television late at night was End of Days. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Peter Hyams is like worst movie. <laughs> that is saying something. That movie. Oh, oh, and one night I couldn't sleep and I like I had to see something in English and I couldn't sleep and I was eh, and I watched like half an hour, maybe 40 minutes of uh, a disaster movie. Oh, no. Yeah. Like the Friedberg Aaron Seltzer. No, 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 no. I think it's the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Uh I recently put on See You Next Wednesday. They have a new. I put a trailer up for their new one called <laughs> The Starving Games. Oh god, it's funny because it's like hung. It's like hunger, yeah, but opposite. Uh, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> their movies made so I'm not quite much there. Can money. You keep going on this. Because <laughs> I was like, there's a trailer for The Starving. Yeah, Games? Yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. it. It's the okay. worst. Yeah, I want to know make, what they. So funny because, remember this. Remember. Th- oh, I know. There's there's no jokes. No, no, but disaster. Mo- have, have you guys? I've seen, seen some of disaster. Movies. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of most of their movies. Unfortunately, I want I bad hate things to happen to everybody who's in it. Like yeah. that, and they make me so sad. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of marginally fun. Like Ike Barinholtz is pretty funny. Yeah, he can be, but he's terrible. The only sure. yeah, and they, the, they always get people that are that are like because I know Fred Will, uh, Fred Willard was in a bunch of them, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, yeah, they, they always get people that are like you're like why aren't you being funny? Yeah, the two. <laughs> Uh, girls they got from Mad TV, yeah, are just excruciating mm-hmm. in it. One of them plays like Juno basically through the whole movie. Uh... You just want to murder her, and the other one's like a fairy princess, and you just want to murder her with Juno. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's it the was, worst. It was unpleasant. Like it fucked up my whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was all bad. And I'll get into a couple things we can talk about. On the flight home, I was able to choose my movies on the back of this thing. Mm-hmm. So I rewatched Place Beyond the Pines. Okay. Weird movie for a plane, I thought, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, even better second time through. I'm going to, right now, I think it's the best movie of 2013. Damn. Casey on that. Uh, and uh, I saw Mud. Oh, I've been, I heard that's so good. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. That kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's in a movie right now at TIFF. Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, he is amazing. That uh, that young, he's like fourteen or fifteen yeah. years old. Everyone's saying he's like something. Holy shit! Can this kid act? Yeah, he's in a movie with Nicolas Cage called Joe that is apparently really good. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. But it's oh, a, Nick it's Cage a, did not, did a good movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind yeah. of a similar. It apparently, that. people are saying it's a little similar to Mud. It's like he's like a drifter, and this kid meets him, or yeah. like he's kind of a con artist, and the kid meets him, something like that, it's like a pseudo similar thing. But yeah, I heard Mud I feel was like, like I saw a yeah, trailer. Mud's, for Mud's that. really. Good. People are saying it was one of the best two of the, of the year. Yeah, I forgot. Oh, it's up there. I wasn't super happy with the climax. Kind of feel like it turned into a little bit of a different movie at the mm-hmm. end, and there's I think there's a way you could have done it. I don't know, but I, overall, it's great. Like it's really good. I'm just mm-hmm. nitpicking honestly with the ending. Yeah, highly, highly recommend it. Matthew McConaughey is fucking fa- everybody is fantastic in it. Um, but yeah, that kid really kind of blew me away. Mm-hmm. Really good. I saw Sound City. Oh, the ah, documentary. How yeah. is that? I've been hearing such good things. Man, about is it really interesting? Yeah, it's great. It's great for anybody. Like you don't have to be a music head to totally, you know, nerd out on it. Mm-hmm. But if you're a music head, holy shit, is it fun to nerd out on? Yeah. It? So uh, it's like Dave Grohl talking about seminal recording studio. Yeah, yeah, and it's I had no idea how many amazing albums were recorded in this dirty, dirty, dirty little studio yeah. in California. Uh, and such a variety of albums too, you know. Like it, it, in that one room is where you got Neil Young's "After the Gold Rush" and "Rage Against the Machines" first album. Yeah, you know, like, right. It's crazy. And it's the whole story of that room and that board, uh, and it's really fucking fantastic. The tail end of it is a little like long. Like the first half is much more interesting. The second half, 
the second half is showing a lot of the musicians coming back and recording with that board with Dave Grohl, which is what that that CD they yeah. released, which is not very good. It's just mm. sort of like, yeah, you all got together. I get it. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of heard some of that out, and songs. I was like, I don't really want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Paul McCartney Nirvana thing that everybody, for, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, this that's where that came out of. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really, really recommend it. There's some amazing stories in there. Uh, and it's a really well-directed uh, documentary. Grohl did a, a, a pretty good job. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, and I saw more stuff, but I've been talking for a long time. So. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> this has been our segment called "Greg Went to Greece and Watched a Bunch of Movies." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, how was Greece? Well, I watched this. I watched <laughs> this. And I watched this. Pretty good. <laughs> he, hey, he went in the water and his butthole tightened up. <laughs> <laughs> Other stuff happened. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the adventures of your butthole. <laughs> uh, well, I have seen two movies that TIFF 2013 uh, so far this year. I imagine next episode I'm going to be seeing a few more that I can bring up. But uh first movie I went and saw was Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman, Paul Dano, uh, directed by a, a French-Canadian uh, filmmaker, his first English-language film. The guy he, who did Incendie. He did Incendie, and he did Polytechnique and a movie called Maelstrom, where a dead fish narrates the entire movie. All right. Yeah. Um, so Prisoners is kind of like, um, it's about two families who, they, they, they are friends, and they live on the same suburban street, and they both have some uh, a, a teenagers and a young, and also a young girl in each family, and, and the young girls go out to play unattended, unbeknownst to the parents, and, and end up getting uh, kidnapped. And so Hugh Jackman and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal kind of have these two separate investigations where Jake Gyllenhaal plays a detective, and Hugh Jackman kind of takes matters into his own hands when things don't go the way that he expected. And uh, holy shit, is this movie intense. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of good stuff about it. It's, um, a it's, lot of Oscar talk for Jackman. Hugh Jackman, I've absolutely. Heard, yeah, I've heard Oscar talk come out of your face about, yeah, uh, about absolutely. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman in this movie, it's the best thing he's ever done, I think. Yeah. It's fucking insane. The intensity that comes out of him in this movie is just jaw-dropping like yeah. it's one of those performances where when he has these emotional bursts out you're like oh my god <laughs> yeah, i saw les miserables yeah and he's got there's you know i i didn't really want to see it yeah but i was surprised i ended up liking it and a lot of it w- was because of him like mm-hmm. he has these moments where like when he is in the right you know uh setting uh where his sort of thing works well it's it's uh alarming yeah, yeah. it really totally the whole experience it's great Definitely, um, Paul Dano as well. I would say, I fucking like, love that kid. Like he, yeah, he's great. he disappears into this like sleazy uh, possible kidnapper character, and uh, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue. And he plays a very like simple, like they say his IQ is really low in the movie. But what he does, like with his mannerisms and his like ticks and the way he kind of talks, is just fucking incredible. Yeah. Um, it does kind of fall apart a little bit at the end, like some thriller cliches, and you're kind of like, oh well, that's a coincidence that this, yeah. this, and this happened. But uh, the movie's so well-directed. The cinematographer's name's Roger Deakins, I believe. Fucking gorgeous movie. Matches oh, he's the, like, he's one of the guys. Yeah, he, it, like, matches the tone of the movie amazing, like, perfectly. And Isn't, and, he, the, isn't he the Coen Brothers guy? I think so. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure about that. But, yeah, like, the, st- the stuff in this movie that, that is tense and hits you in the gut is almost, like, unmatchable right now. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to compare it to Zodiac mm-hmm. because of Gyllenhaal. There's comparisons right. there. I don't think it's as, like... 
it's not as an engrossing kind of like you don't go along with it the way that you do in yeah. Zodiac. But uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's great. His performance is an entirely different beast, but yeah. also really good. Terrence Howard, eh, not great. <laughs> Maria Bello's okay. There's a couple of performances I was like didn't land perfectly, but but I'm excited to watch this again. It's, it's very complicated. There's a lot to it. And, uh, yeah, the stuff that there's some scenes in that movie that are just so, like, grippingly intense. It's just amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Really, really good. It's coming out on the 20th. So. Oh, cool. But, yeah, uh, really good. And then I saw Ty West's The Sacrament. Right, right. Um, huge fan of Innkeepers. Huge fan of House of the Devil. You Absolutely. guys are, too, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so this is his movie. It's a fake documentary style thriller. I didn't know that until I read your. Yeah. Yeah, yeah me either. And I was disappointed to hear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So don't care for that. It's about. It's not Spinal Tap. I these, don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's about these guys. That it's, it's, it's framed as a vice guide to, which I thought was kind of interesting. They, they go to this uh, place called Eden Parish because one It's of the, framed as a vice guide. Like. Yeah. Like uh, they use the. They use the their, like vice. The, their vice journalists. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was interesting because they do do that kind of like, oh, we're yeah. going to go into this place that we shouldn't that we be. Shouldn't be yeah. So I felt like it worked as a framing device. Um, so it's about these guys, Joe Swanberg and AJ Bowen, who have been in every movie lately <laughs> from this mumblecore scene. And uh, so they go because their friend who's a photographer, his, his sister is in there and he hasn't seen her in a while and they go and, and things go awry and, and it works. It's a good movie. There's some effective scares. It's pretty all right. Like I liked it, but the stuff that I liked about innkeepers and house, the devil that these movies that are like self-contained in their genre, like managed to like rise above it. Yeah. Like innkeepers is a ghost movie, but like, because it has such a subtle, a subtlety to the characterizations and the narrative, I feel like it just rises above just a like, Oh, it's going to be, you know, the next ghost movie that has like a girl with pale makeup on. Yeah. yeah. And the same thing with like House of the Devil. It's this 80s kind of thing. But it was the first movie that I thought nailed the 80s. Absolutely. The it's the first one that looked right. Yeah. Felt right. Like everything about it, the set dressing. Yeah. The so it kind credits, of like the close of the last shot. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, you nailed it. That, this exactly. Is, uh, if, if you had, if I didn't know, I would assume this is from 1982. Yeah. And, and and so many people were doing that, but doing it the wrong way. So oh, when yeah. he nailed it, it was kind of like, this is even better than anything that anyone else is doing right now in this kind of genre. And so I went into this movie being like, okay, it's it's documentary style, which I'm not anti. Like, I don't hate it, but I was kind of like, how is this going to, like, rise above the framing device and not just be like a template? And it is kind of a template. It's good. I liked it. I think people should watch it, especially if you're a fan of his movie. I feel like it kind of works both ways. Like, if you don't like his movies because they're too slow and they take too long and or whatever, because some people hate Innkeepers. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like maybe the documentary angle will make it easier for you to, to get into the kind of, like, slow burn. Sure. But to me, I was kind of, like, expecting another knock it out of the park, like, pull the rug out from under me, really, like, throw me for a loop, and, and it didn't do that. But it is good i feel like it could be a transition movie like it just it was a quickie maybe like he Mm -hmm. did with a lot of people he works with a lot and he'll be on to something else way better than his shit in fucking vhs so and abc's a death so but yeah not a not a huge disappointment but i was kind of just like okay yeah cool moving on (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so that's what i've seen so far tiff i'm gonna see a couple more and i'll probably be back next week to talk about that probably and uh, so we had a lot of, like, that's the thing. We had a lot of time to just watch whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like we'll get to what we watched in Film Roulette. I felt like I wasted a little bit of time. But Casey did get to go see something 
that we won't be talking about in Film Roulette that I've been meaning to watch. Yeah. So I what did you go something. see? I don't want to go in too in-depth about it. Uh, We're going long, but it's our uh, fucking first episode back. Yeah, uh, it's a very special <laughs> it's episode. It's a very special episode. Yeah. Uh, well, no, mostly because I, I wrote an article about it for the yeah. for the site. But uh, I went and saw Lake Bell's uh, writing, directing debut, oh, uh, In a World. Yeah. Um, it is great. Oh, really? It's, oh, good. That's I know. A, I was excited to hear about this. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's a tiny little movie. It's, it's a movie that doesn't, like... Um, the the stakes are never that high. Parts of it are a little like this is almost not movie like it, it, it's because the stakes are are fairly low, fairly high at points, but for a really low key movie, mm, it's yeah. just super charming. That's awesome. Um, and it doesn't try to be any more than it is. It just tries to be a simple little story. Yeah. And honestly, like I feel like if she continues to make movies, to write and direct movies, she's going to come upon a style that I do not want to overstate this or compare her to Woody Allen. But like because there's a lot of sort of character study and study of ego um i think that uh, uh she could sort of like exist in that little realm mm-hmm. of like of, of low stakes movies that are just really pleasant to watch and show you a little bit about a world like i mean this the for those who don't know it's about uh, the world of um of movie trailer voiceover talent uh and and Lake Bell plays a, a woman whose father is a, a voiceover kind of god in, in the scene, and she's trying to come up, but he's sort of protective of that world and doesn't really want her as a part of it, like to sort of to to, to uh, protect his own little fragile ego. Um, and I basically went and saw. I really like Lake Bell, and I heard it was yeah. going to be really good. And, and when I uh, saw the trailer, I was like, "This is a really weird thing to make a movie about." But I was also kind of like excited because it felt like. This could be a really interesting little movie, or it could be like I don't know what she was thinking, but I, I'm happy well, to hear that it like is yeah. that. The thing is, it's not a it's not that much of a study of that world because it's just a, that's it's, not a really yeah. inherently no, interesting no, no. world. It's, it's like just a, to look at her, her and her family, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. It's, basically. It, it's 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 about her. It's at its core, it's about um, a, a, a woman trying to connect with her withholding father, mm-hmm. um, and her character is so fallible and so sweet that that like she's completely believable. And Lake Bell is great. Uh, I, I went and saw because I love you know Tig Notaro, and I'm like, yeah. yay, Tig's in a movie, uh, and you know she's great. But I mean, she has like three lines, and oh, okay. you know Demetri Martin's really good. Nick Offerman's awesome. Uh, uh, Fred Malamed is is uh, or Malamed I should say is is fucking fantastic. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely say solidly see this movie. Don't expect to like fucking jump out of your seat and go what? Yeah. But like, there's it's just it's such an inherently likable movie. Yeah, I can't wait to see it because yeah. I, I it sounds like the kind of movie I'd be interested in. Yeah, yeah. No, and yeah. I saw the trailer and I was just kind of like, hey, please be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really pulling for it. That's great. totally. Th- that's the thing. And if you go in with that with that expectation, like it's it's just a sweet, simple little movie that doesn't ask to be anything but what it is, mm-hmm. and it pulls that off really nicely. Yeah, so. I, I'm excited for what you're saying. Like, if she continues, kind of like to make these little movies that could or whatever that like you know have this core to them you know like the like you saying you know it's not necessarily about the world of of voiceovers that's just like the the way they're framing the story or whatever i I like that yeah when a movie does that and you're like you're not bothering me with like this huge big world thing it's just like here's where this story that is inherently human is taking place yeah kind of thing right 
I like that. And that's exactly what it is. And it's and it's it, it succeeds so so well at that. It's Sweet. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see that for sure. Mm. Yeah, but otherwise I didn't go to. I didn't. I thought I was like I'm going to be running the movies to see them whenever I want, yeah. free from the shackles. I was <laughs> <laughs> just like I went once. <laughs> um, Sweet. So should we, on that note, get I want to bring up one oh, yeah. piece of news what? that we look overlooked. That I mean, it's not finalized yet, but it looks like it's going to happen. Okay. With uh, Kurt Russell joining the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yes. Exciting. I'm very excited <laughs> about that. That's nothing but great fucking yeah. news. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, what well, didn't, who, I'm trying to think, did Bruce Willis join, like... Something else that he... Mm. No, he dropped out of Expendables 3. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. He dropped out of Expendables, and, and Kurt Russell joined the thing, and I was kind of like, oh, is this... Yeah, yeah. this is interesting yeah. little... Bruce Willis is out of Expendables 3, but Mel Gibson is in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be weird. Mm-hmm. I just... Um, I can't help but fucking just hate that guy now. Oh, yeah. Well, like, yeah, he's a crazy, sexist, well, racist... Well, yeah, but you know that thing happens where, like, fucking, you know, Hollywood likes to just completely condemn somebody and then you know like like raise them back up and go like look he's rehabilitated i just yeah. think that that guy's a piece of shit yeah and he just doesn't bother like he doesn't warrant rehabilitation no no yeah. um anyway yeah <laughs> but kurt russell's not in movies enough these days no exactly. kurt russell's fucking awesome yeah, yeah but it looks like there's a lot coming up because if, if fast and furious happens i couldn't be happier than that's just fucking great news uh the art of the steel uh, is getting yeah, uh, yeah i saw a trailer for mouth. that that uh, could definitely go one way yeah. or the other yeah yeah the word of mouth so far has been very good awesome and it's a lot of fun yeah and he's great in it he looks great in the trailer yeah mm-hmm. um, he's doing his very kurt russell thing yeah, yeah yeah but he does but that kurt russell thing well, like nobody else can do it. and shit like that like where yeah. where it's not like his yeah. his Jack Burton thing. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. his yeah. like I'm legitimately acting, but yeah. I'm still Kurt Russell. So well, you, he's you a, love me, but yeah. you also believe what he's I'm doing. He's an actor, but he, above that, he's a movie star. Mm-hmm. Totally. And we don't have a lot of those anymore. So yeah. it's nice when they make movies. Yeah. Uh, well, he's got something else coming up uh, in 2014. That's some kind of. Uh, sci-fi monster thriller action hmm. movie that I'm like, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> that yeah. sounds just about perfect. Thank you Yeah, I much. like Kurt Russell against monsters. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and then last night, I, I rewatched uh, Death Proof. Oh, yeah. I had Kurt Russell on the brain and I was reading articles about what's going on. And uh, I was flipping through Netflix and I'm like, well, I want to watch something that I've seen a thousand times like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, The Thing or Backdraft or something. Um, so I was like, well, I'll give Death Proof another shot. Maybe it's not as bad as I remember it. Um, it's which it is not. It's yeah, I don't think it's worse bad. Than I. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, when he's on screen, in that movie pops and it works. Yeah. He kicks the shit out of playing stuntman Mike. And Absolutely. It's a fucking bummer. And that the rest of the movie is so poorly written. That scene in the diner delivered. is yeah. death. What in the I fuck hate is like, that? Why, yeah. How did you even? Is it written? Is that a script? No, that <laughs> couldn't have been written. I know. Like I feel like that was Tarantino going like, you know, too much of the of the the focus has been like on on my dialogue and shit like that. So girls just make some shit up and they were like oh like now uh, yeah the stories so that they stilted. tell each other are just the most mundane yeah. poorly told like they aren't even interesting I, like, and I understand that it's all that uh, it's all a device to, to see him you know to see yeah. him. I, but I, the camera work is great the camera work is great but it, but it's no Madonna speech from no, fucking no. Jesus. See, I, I saw oh. that mo- I, I've seen that movie twice, and I really, really hated it the first time. And the second time, I came around on it, but mostly because he's so good. Yeah, yeah and, he is and fucking really good. I just hate like like you're making a fucking anthology, like pseudo anthology, because there's two two movies. Yeah, um, and 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 you fucking like. 
I get it. You want to like pull the rug again out from under me by like killing all these people. I just spent like 20 minutes uh, like getting to 20. use to or half an hour, whatever it is, <laughs> <laughs> even longer. Long time. That movie is nearly two hours yeah. fucking long, man. Because I'm like, fuck you. Like this is a fucking double feature grindhouse thing. Like that's just bullshit. Like, like that's I, I felt like get out of here. Now I have to spend like twenty more, like twenty another twenty minutes getting used to these new people that you're not going to give it awkward. That, yeah, <laughs> that you're not even going to give as much time because you already spent an hour or whatever it was with yeah. the first people. It's just like Ugh. get it, ah, oh, get out of here. It's such but there's a, some really cool shit in it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, it's one of my favorite car chases. Yeah. like in yeah. in like probably well in a long time. I'm not going to say of all time. Yeah, but it's so fucking good with yeah. Zoe Bell on the fucking yeah, hood man. of the car. That Super shit is cool. amazing. And when he kills the hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The people in the first, the end of the first Yeah, it's people. crazy. Oh, oh yeah, legs getting shorn <laughs> off and shit. That shit yeah, is crazy. Right. And yeah. like, again, ev- every time he is on camera and the focus of what's happening in the movie it's great yeah because i was like why is this dialogue so weird oh, the, oh nope sounds normal now everything yeah. sounds normal yeah. oh he's gone everything sounds weird again yeah. you know how to talk in this movie well maybe don't get Ugh. fucking you know what kravitz wasn't there a kravitz in there i don't oh, know oh no it was sydney poitier's daughter yeah right uh uh and she's terrible she is offensive like just Not like an actor just like shut up yeah <laughs> Your dad must. I hope he slaps you in the face next time he sees you. Whoa! <laughs> what a bummer. But yeah, there's not enough Kurt Russell, and it looks like there's a bunch coming. And uh, you know, thank God. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. No. Okay. Not into slapping people in the face for their performances. I fully am. <laughs> I am fully into slapping. Yeah, I want to see. Face I want to see boring. this uh, this movie that he's got coming up. That the yeah. Yeah, yeah. The trailer looks good. Yeah. Um, Sweet. There's some other stuff I want to talk about, but I'm going to save it for after. All right. Film Roulette. Sweet. Well, then let's get into Film Roulette. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Let's go. Yeah. Ooh, we spent way too much time talking about movies. Let's oh, talk, talk about, about some movies. movies. <laughs> oh, Film Roulette is the weekly segment where we're three of us roll the die and the two high rollers get to go see a good movie or uh, something that we've deemed is notable to be talking about, a big picture, and uh, the loser has to go see something shitty. But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to in the previous week. So a little bit of punishback. A little bit of punishment. Payback. <laughs> Almost a punishback. Little punishback. Listen, it's... we call the old punishback. Punishback. <laughs> <laughs> listen, it's been a while. We <laughs> haven't been recording. Mm-hmm. So... 
We had a weird one, I guess. It was kind of winner's choice, and then loser had to go see One Direction 3D. So Greg lost that role. It was a shocking role if you didn't hear it last week. How did I? All those ones. Last uh, episode. Yeah, we Mm -hmm. re-rolled a couple times, but I escaped. Greg Greg had to go see One Direction. Mm-hmm. I, I I believe the idea was he was going to have to land back in Toronto and yep. fit it in in a couple days before we recorded. So yep. that's fun. But uh, Casey and I had our our winner's choice, and uh, we ended up, I ended up going to seeing a screening of this film that we're going to talk about. And then when I mentioned it to Casey, he was interested in seeing it, checked it out as well. Yeah. And so here we are to talk about Bad, Bad Milo, Milo yes. starring Ken Marino. Ken Marino, Gillian Jacobs, Kumail yeah. uh, Nanjiani, Kumail. This sounds uh, all Mary so Kate good. Place. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> Everything about it—it's about a, a, a an evil little uh, polyp demon that lives in Ken Marino's mm-hmm. asshole, which we talked about a while back we on did, one yep. of our episodes, and I was kind of like. I feel like I, I'm kind of having aversion to to overuse of, of poop jokes and fart jokes and stuff. I love a well-placed fart joke. Which this movie didn't do. Like, yeah. I, I don't think it was too much with the shit jokes or anything. I don't know about that. Um, but all we'll, right, well, well, we'll get into it. But I remember it. being like, I could see that like there's an idea to this trailer that I think is in, inherently interesting. And I hope that this is what the movie, that the movie will have it be grounded right and and so the idea of the movie is ken marino is a very stressed out dude he has issues at work just piling shit on him at work uh he he's he's married to gillian jacobs uh they're not like on the rocks or anything but no she wants to have a baby but he's not sure because he's so stressed at work because his boss patrick warburton Mm -hmm. is a dick and just keeps giving him more and more shitty work to do and puts him in a uh bathroom cubicle yeah. uh with uh like that's his new office with mm-hmm. i can't remember the actor's name but he's hilariously terrible yeah like he's like he's i i don't know what the actor you've seen him on the like, community him, yeah. and stuff he plays like the wacky nerd guy and he's really funny um at doing that yeah and and so it's i, I i'd like to preface it by saying this movie is presented uh co-produced by the duplass brothers yeah so that's I think the, the guy, kind of movie yeah. you think you're getting into. That, the guy that directed <laughs> it, I believe, has edited a lot of their movies and right. done behind the scenes stuff. Right. Um, yeah, and so it's 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 one of those movies where every character in the movie is such a is like even Gillian Jacobs to an extent is like not like so unlikable and shrill. Like I mean, Gillian and Jacobs isn't the the worst boring. of them. Boring and and yeah yeah. Like okay, so it should should be. Obvious now, neither Dan or I like this no, movie it's in fucking any garbage. way. Well, I don't it know is. if that was obvious. <laughs> oh, sorry. I should have said spoiler. Yeah. Oh. This movie is a piece of shit. It is a fucking, oh, God, it's such a hard slog to get through. It is. Uh, so bad. And, and, and there's something in here that is an interesting movie. There but, are themes in yeah. here that the weird thing is, there are themes in here that. I can't say aren't fully realized. They say everything that I think they want to say. I agree with that, yeah. Um, uh, Theme-wise, there's going to be spoilers. Uh, So, um, basically, he's got this little shit demon or this little demon that lives inside of his ass um, who comes out and kills people who stress him out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Um, then crawls back up his ass. And then crawls right back up his butthole. Um, And... So you see the themes of like how a man deals with stress, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and, and also, I mean, 
he goes to visit his dad, who's played by Stephen Root, who's like yeah. this total pothead now, and he's trying to deal with his own stress because guess what? The shit demon is hereditary. Yeah. So he has this he's estranged from his father. So these there's these themes of how a man deals with his impending adulthood yeah. or, or or you know, his, his the adulthood that's yeah. happening around him. And I also just like the idea of 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 taking the idea of of a character who has like these internal demons and making it as literal as you can like he literally has a demon right and and it kills people and he doesn't want it to kill people so he has to literally bond with his inner demon and like figure out how he can live with his inner demon which would have been a good such movie. an interesting <laughs> movie to watch and there are scenes of him bonding with the demon yeah. but it's literally just him lying on a couch with it watching tv <laughs> there's no yeah there's no they, they basically just say these are the broad uh yeah uh, the broad points i'm trying to make and they don't flesh those no. points out in any human way yeah so they just go well you know the stress th- that which stresses out the father will eventually you yeah. know kill the son and and so on and so forth and that's how that's yeah. passed it's down. all very just like and, and because it's set up as a movie full of comedians i i the, i know that there was some improv because it's it, it do- really does reek of that like here's the ideas that we have and like here's the themes i want to i want to address and so we address them and then that's it like yeah and and then the rest of it is kind of like, well, we have this scene where Camille Nanjiani is sleeping with Ken Marino's mom that we have to have for 10 minutes. That we're, we're like, isn't that weird that Ken Marino's mom is sleeping with Camille? And then like for five minutes, they try and make that funny. And it's not funny. No, like – and if anybody could do it, it's Ken Marino and, and, <laughs> Camille, and Camille Nanjiani. Nanjiani. So to make them seem – now, they get a couple of tiny little funny oh, things tiny, out yeah. here or there. But – you can, they are fucking working for yeah. it. Like you can you feel see them every, working for yeah, it. Yeah, you see all of the work being put into making nothing funny. And the funny thing is, like with Gillian Jacobs, you can really feel her trying to bring some, some something empathetic to her character. Yeah. Like she's trying not to just be this one note shrill woman really who wants to it. have a Yeah, exactly. There's nothing in the dialogue that would denote her to be mm-hmm. anything but just sort of a shrill wife who yeah. fucking who ignores her husband and just wants a baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's, it's real, you know, it's disappointment because I liked everyone in this, but like, and, and, and I know that like, it's not, there isn't a lot of like fart joke humor stuff. Like, like, like there's not a lot of specific word play in terms of well, that there's, stuff. There's not a lot of like si- but shit sight gags. It like- relies a lot on like, he's on the toilet and, and it's coming out and like it, I don't know. I felt like it, it relied a lot on just that idea and like overdubbing it with like gratuitous fart shit sounds sure but i did i didn't feel like those scenes were supposed to be played for laughs like there there were elements of this uh, of this movie that weren't meant to be played for Mm -hmm. laughs yeah Uh, i just thought like that that whole just it crawling in and out happened so many times i was just kind of like okay okay i I get it like Mm -hmm. and there's a whole part at the beginning where it crawls out and kills people and crawls back in without Ken Marino knowing. Uh-huh. And I just kind of was like, well, what? Like, I don't see the point of that. Like, you could just, like, I felt like they should have had Milo introduced, like, right away and, like, just did away with this, like, in and out, in and out, fucking over. <laughs> like, I don't need to see Ken Marino four times on a toilet sh- taking a shit and then yeah. passing out and, you know, like. It, it, like, and. 
longer than you needed yeah. to see each time. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, it, it, do not see this movie. No. Like, skip it. It yeah. is such a disappointment. If you like any, the funniest thing, the one thing I liked in this movie, I didn't like anything in this movie. <laughs> I'm wondering if it's the thing, same thing I pointed out in my review. Um, it was the very end. Like, oh, there's yeah. some blooper outtake things yeah. at the very end, and it's uh. uh because they were improvising the the dinner table scene bit of... between Ken Marino mm-hmm. and Kumail Nanjiani, there was a lot of improv there, and it was, it's just Kumail being yeah. fucking hilarious, funny, yeah. and 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 just like doing I, uh... his Kumail Nanjiani thing that is so fucking great and yeah. so incredibly watchable, mm-hmm. and it did, that's what didn't make it into the film. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one the one thing I thought was funny throughout the movie was the running gag that, like, Milo is killing people and uh, and, and the news keeps reporting on it as... That it as, was a raccoon. That it was a wild raccoon. Like, yeah. people keep showing up with, like, their faces ripped off and stuff, and they're, like, in, like, offices, and they're like, oh, wild raccoon attack, and then again, <laughs> like, somebody gets murdered, and they're like, these wild raccoons are crazy. I was yeah. like, that's the funniest joke, this background throwaway thing right yeah and although i guess we should mention milo looks i like the way milo like he was he was fucking super adorable mm-hmm. like like a cute little fucking thing like like a cross between like like et yeah and, sort and of like and and greg said a skinned mogwai yeah yeah on right one of the episodes yeah yeah so yeah that don't was see it good. don't no, even d- download don't it i don't know it. unless it like unless like casey said to me on facebook at one point he said you know what what could take what could make this movie funny and i think casey said a, ba- a full bag of weed and a lobotomy yeah i feel like if you are if you get yourself so high that you don't even remember you watched a movie you'd probably be like oh, that was funny like yeah. <laughs> well the thing is i know people who really liked it yeah and and People whose opinions I respect. Mm-hmm. So fucking maybe you know see. Well, we already spoiled yeah. a whole bunch. So uh, yeah, like, if it pops up on Netflix. I'll check it out to see. Mm-hmm. If yeah, it's yeah. As bad as, but it's it's it just pretty bad. <laughs> it's it's a boring movie. Yeah, yeah. unfortunate, but yeah. Uh, fortunately, yeah. Let's switch over to the good movie. We now. get to hear Greg. Uh. And uh, now, Greg, went, you went and saw One Direction, This Is Us. What's yep. it called? Okay. This Is Us. So Directed I, by Morgan Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock. Yeah. I had to go see Katy Perry. Yeah. Uh, we weren't doing the show when the Justin Bieber one came out. Yeah. Um, I'm excited that now we have our second experience with 3D concert film. It yeah. was 3D, right? I, yes, but I didn't see it in 3D. <sighs> Get out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, no, so... Run us through what you. I'm assuming you did, you didn't listen to much uh, one. No, I beforehand. I wasn't really sure what they. I I know them from a uh, like a Pepsi commercial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Drew Brees is in. Yeah, Choice of a New Generation. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just it's you know it's not it's you know it's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. it, was, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was really really uh, okay. So. This I was, thought you were going to actually. I keep stick having with that. these horrible, the, like this was the worst one. Like the Smurfs and uh, what and, and Percy Jackson. Yeah, this and was the worst one. Of people something. looking at me weird in the theater for ordering <laughs> the ticket. Like I, I was, there was like a lot of old people there to see. You got to go like, debit. I can maybe. I, no, I was saw it at Rainbow Cinema. Oh, so there's no there. You got to go up and talk. <laughs> yeah, to yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch of old people all going to see something, and I was like, oh, maybe I can kind of slide in and just get my fucking ticket and go. Yeah. And there was some lady there, and I was like, one for one direction, please. And the guy, the over the next teller, 
looked up and looked at me weird. <laughs> God damn it. And then I went downstairs and I bought a bottle of water for three twenty five. And you were like one oh. bottle of water for one direction, <laughs> one direction please. please. <laughs> Can one, I get some one direction popcorn, please? And, I'm going to see one direction. <laughs> and I thought for a second, like, oh shit, I can just like go slide into the theater. There's nobody down here yeah. to take my ticket. I can just go and mm-hmm. nope, there's a guy there and he looked at me weird too and was like, son of a bitch. Went into the theater and I saw this at twelve fifty five. Yeah. This afternoon on a Tuesday. Awesome. Uh, and there was only one other person there who was there before I got there, and I got there a little early too. And I was like, what in the fuck? And they were dead center front row, mm-hmm. like staring straight up at the screen. I was like, what is <laughs> That's going weird. On? And then, like, looked like somebody older, like probably in their 50s. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but I was in the most furthest back corner <laughs> seat possible right by the door. Yeah, just, with the broken light yeah, above you. <laughs> fuck out of here. Um and yeah, so I just felt like a weirdo piece of shit. And then the guy who took my ticket, he like came and did a walkthrough in the fucking theater halfway through. So I'm you like, are seeing don't this. Look movie. at me while I'm in the middle of this. You yeah. know? <laughs> just I don't know. I felt like he was coming in to be like, "What's that guy He's doing in there?" Yeah, yeah. really fucking. Anyway, so the movie is about the band. I didn't know that they came out of X Factor. Mm-hmm. They all auditioned individually for the X Factor show. Oh, that's like uh, the British uh, American yeah. Idol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I think they have an American one now. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, they all auditioned separately, and then and there's some stuff with Simon Cowell because he put them together, and it was like they they didn't make it oh. to the final. But he was like, then I thought, why don't we just you know? He's like, I made the decision in like ten minutes. Why don't we just stick these guys together? Yeah. Which I kind of felt like this is indicative of every decade that we get another boy band. It's just like. Eh. Yeah. Whatever. These five. Maybe these guys will Who work. Who gives a fuck, right? <laughs> and every time that one of them blows up and there's all this talk about Beatlemania. I remember when there was Beatlemania talk about New Kids on the Block. And then there was Beatlemania talk about Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Beatlemania talk about InSync. And now there's Beatlemania talk about One Direction. I think there's probably somebody else in between there. I don't even fucking Bieber, remember. Bieber, maybe. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Bieber, but even like the Spice Girls and shit yeah. like that. Yeah. They all had their it's time with like, that. It's not Beatlemania. It's never going to be Beatlemania because no one's going to give a fuck about any of these records. Also, most of the years. people you just mentioned aren't in the Beatles. <laughs> right? It's, so. just, oh, it's just a constant thing. Like, you know, if you want to compare it to like a, on a large scale, I like, get yeah, it. Just They're really popular and they make yeah. little girls scream like idiots. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's just. it's There is no. Conflict. This isn't a movie. This is a lot of concert footage. Them doing a song, a lot of covers. They, they show them play "Teenage Dirtbag." By oh yeah, play that. They show them sing <laughs> and run around to "Teenage Dirtbag" by Weedus. The entire song That's in the middle weird. of the movie. I'm like, what am I watching? Yeah, <laughs> they also that? did. They did a cover. I think at one point of uh, they did a cover of Blondie's cover of uh, yeah. of uh, uh, one way or another. Uh, Oh, do they do that? Yeah, I thought they did the uh, the nerves or the uh, hanging on the telephone. Oh, I don't I, know. I think oh, they, gross. I think they did Wasn't that at in one the movie. Point. Though. Yeah, I really like that song. Or yeah. no, I think they they did a cover of like oh fuck the the undertones or something. And I was just, they did Maybe. a cover it of seems like, like they do a lot of yeah. Covers. They did a cover of a really cool like old British song, and and everybody on the internet was like, these fucking kids think this is like their own song. Like well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, so they, they they do a lot of covers. Yeah, they well they like did they're just not even trying. No, well their albums. 
I, I don't I'm think they do covers on their albums. Oh, so not, it's not like a mini. I think they do like no, no, they do their own shit. Yeah, okay. They sing songs that were written for them. Pop songs. Yeah, yeah. And so there's yeah, there's no conflict. Like nothing happens in this movie. Yeah, it's just an hour and a half of seeing that, and then interviews with them talking to the camera when they're where they're just like, we're just regular guys. Yeah, you know. Just regular guys. Yeah, we like right. to hang out and wear Batman t-shirts and uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For, like over and over and over. And every time they go to a new city, it's the same thing. Like, whoa, we're in Mexico now. We're just a bunch of regular guys in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> this is what regular guys look like in Mexico. <laughs> they just keep selling that over and over. And like, that, you know, now we're the best of friends. We yeah. are all friends. And there's a lot of really horrible stage scenes where they're supposed to be having like conversations about themselves as people. Oh, yeah. like that? Like, Oh, stage. Stage, yeah, yeah. There's a really awkward one where the guy that sort of is like their lead dude with the big stupid hair, him and another guy, they're sitting on a dock. And one's fishing, and the other one's like lying on his back, looking at the sky. Oh God, and that's uncomfortable. Like, you, know, you know, like, can you even believe that we're here right now? No, I can't. If if, if I wasn't in uh, One Direction, I'd probably work in a factory. I'd be a fireman. <laughs> and the, the one guy's like, fireman, huh? Why is that? <laughs> I really like the idea of saving people, man. Uh, really? Why the factory? Well, my dad was a factory guy. We're just a you know, blue-collar family. Wow. Like, and this goes on for a while. I'm like, just stop it. Yeah. yeah. This isn't a... <laughs> I, can't, I can't even... Hey, Joe, I can't even believe we're here right now. Really? Why do you say that? It says that in the script. <laughs> say something about Morgan fireman. Spurlock told me that. <laughs> yeah, the guy with the mustache over there told me to say that. You want to uh, go to McDonald's? No, man. <laughs> no. No, that's bad for you. <laughs> uh, uh, I do want some pop. Anyway, juice. we should go drink some pop. <laughs> Fuck you. you may, yeah. <laughs> I got food, there. Got there a couple seconds before me. At least in Katy Perry. Like, Katy Perry did have, like, she was going through the divorce and shit, and it was like... Yeah, they like, know was, on that? There, oh, yeah, they do. There's a, whole, the whole, there's a whole thing where she's, like, about to go on stage. She's, like bawling her eyes out like can't even like make it and then like has to go up on stage and then like instantly turn off that she like has this crushing marriage that just fell apart right and it was like i don't i, I well, didn't i didn't love that don't movie marry an idiot I, that movie was equally as manipulative about like just being a here's a here's a package for you that you like yeah. the singer but i was kind of just like this isn't for me it was, whatever but i feel this sounds even more just There's like nothing there's yeah. like nothing ever happens wrong to these kids yeah i feel like i actually <laughs> yet, yeah yet. i feel like I'm i actually uh is gonna be awesome because like okay with uh something like InSync or whatever which followed really followed the boy band you know thing yeah. where you got the the good looking guy the fat mm-hmm. guy the little little kid one the father yeah. figure or whatever like Really, yeah, you yeah. know, follow There's that a father figure. Well, not the fa- older Luke brother, Pearlman? Old, older brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's but Craig I know T- you Craig mean. T. Nelson. I know what you mean in a, in a boy band. Um, yeah. No, but these so these kids they don't follow that because they're like the different boy band. They don't wear matching clothes and they're all mm-hmm. kind of just whatever. Uh, yeah, but all bland. a couple of them, like <laughs> yeah. you can see it, just like they need, like they're they're drunk on this attention and yeah. being like viewed or something like that. So yeah. the dude with the big hair, the one who's sort of there, the one that they pitch the most, like that guy is going to have some kind of fucking crazy meltdown, or it's going to be, or at least he's going to try so hard in all the wrong ways to stay yeah. at this level. Yeah. He you think be, he's you think he's gonna Dana Plato? I well, he's gonna do he's gonna do something really horrible or really funny in the next five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, or both. Or both. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That he's he's the one to watch for the meltdown, for the yeah. throwing bongs at cops or something, something. whatever, you know. 
<laughs> I'm going to be a rapper now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I hope yeah. that's what happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Punishment <laughs> album. It was, yeah. this was like, fire part two. oh, man, I, I couldn't wait for it to be over. And then it was just so awkward to walk out, too, because I yeah. just had to walk past all these people again. I'm like... I gotta get a shirt that says I lost a bet. <laughs> Why don't you just start saying that, whether they care or not? What, no. Can I get one ticket to One Direction? I'm a film reviewer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, whatever. You gotta own it. I, you, That's when you, true. When you came mm. out of that, you should have like looked to the one other person and be like, I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> that was moving. Yeah. What did yeah. you think? It was just, yeah. That Holy. didn't tell me anything I wanted to know about yeah. Kevin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go really <laughs> fucking over. That didn't tell me anything I didn't know. Is one of them named Kevin? <laughs> I don't know. I watched an hour and a half of it, and I don't know anyone's name. <laughs> Not one of them. That means I've seen them. in the third act was really shitty, but I enjoyed the denouement. <laughs> I, I don't know who One Direction is, but the filmmaking was spectacular. <laughs> yeah, you come out of the theater, you're like, another hit for Spurlock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a big Spurlock fan. <laughs> <laughs> Spurlock, you've done it again. Yeah. And he had, like, I, yeah, like I, they could have gotten anybody to yeah. do this because there's nothing. It's not. There's not a story to tell. Yeah, you're just following four mm-hmm. really, really rich twenty year olds around, and and girls scream everywhere they go, and yeah. they think that's great. I wonder if he like, lads. yeah, I wonder if he came on board thinking like. That that he was gonna like kind of get to tell some kind of a story and 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 if like maybe they were like no you kind of have to adhere to this or if he was just kind of like I want to do something that in uh, that is a paycheck that I don't have to care about like I've done these documentaries I'm just gonna do this fluff piece it's gonna be real easy fly around the world with this boy band yeah. point a camera at him. I've a, heard you know? I've heard interviews or not interviews but I've heard him on like Doug Loves movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that I've heard him talk about his film career and. On one hand, he talks about it like, well, you know, I'm kind of a shill. Sometimes <laughs> I do stupid shill yeah. things to the point where he even made a movie going, yeah. I'm a giant shill. Totally. That's the point of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe so he could, has a yeah. sense of humor about it, but at the same time, it's just kind of like, well, I guess if you own w- what you are, that's kind of fine. But yeah. also... You're still that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I could see him just being like, it'll maybe it'll be fun to shoot like 3D concert footage, right? Whatever. Or yeah, I don't know. Which is a good enough reason at, at his level yeah. to do. A I'm One just Direction surprised movie. that there wasn't yeah, like, yeah. like because I found with the Katy Perry movie, even though I didn't, it wasn't for me, and I wasn't like a big fan of it. But I felt like I did come out of it thinking like, oh, she is pretty talented, and like, you know, getting up on stage as a pop artist and having to like put everything else in your life away for that like hour and a half, two hours. It's probably pretty hard, yeah. but like, I, this sounds nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, no, this I, I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I, I don't know if these kids are any better or worse than any other boy yeah, or yeah. anything or what they who they are as people. They all just seem like, you know, they seem like fine kids who got really right. lucky. Yeah, like, right. none of them have like uh, looks like a drug problem or something. Yeah. Like they're yeah. just like they're happy to do this and work really hard. And like the most dramatic thing that happens is one of them has, he goes to sleep and then ten minutes later they wake him up because he's got to go record this vocal thing and he's like, I'm so tired. <laughs> and then he just goes and does it. Yeah, and then goes back to bed because yeah. it didn't take very long. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were like they put it through the auto tune. They're like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Really, I just need you to stand in front of a mic and say these words. Really, and we'll just auto tune. I flubbed the lyrics out. Whatever. (laughs) Nobody gives a fuck. Uh, Um, So yeah, it was. uh, Well, no good. No good. Two shitty movies on our uh, on our our first episode back. I think it's a particularly apt. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We've been away for a while. I haven't like let loose about anything really. You know, like really yelled about a shitty movie. So I think we got it out of our system. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> Until the next shitty movie we have yeah. to see when we'll fucking come back and bitch and complain about it some more. <laughs> <laughs> so, because in the last episode, Casey had to review something shitty. I can't really remember what it was. We did Kick-Ass 2. What did you have to see? Uh, what did I have to see? It was something shitty. But So, Casey lost in the last episode. He yeah. gave us an album to listen. We had two weeks to listen to it. Yes. Um, the Tom Waits, William S. Burroughs album. Yeah. Uh, from what year was this from? 93 or something? 93, yeah. Called yeah. The Black Rider. Yeah. Which is studio versions of songs he wrote for a play, as far as Wikipedia tells me. Right. Uh, and the play was directed by Robert Wilson and co-written by William S. Burroughs. Based on a folktale. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I listened to this album. Uh, so i think this is really interesting because i'm not i don't know much about tom waits in terms of his his entire discography i've heard one or two and and tom waits has always been one of those artists where i've been like what i've heard i loved i haven't surprised i I haven't heard you would have been more i know i haven't heard much of it your alley bud i know (laughs) because like i've been at like cottages and we were drunk my friends put some of his albums on i was like i really like this and then but like i haven't really been like now i'm gonna listen to all of it so this was actually for you because you have the most amazing world of music i know (laughs) and and, and an amazing world of music to put in front of this album, yes. which was like this is oh, what? this is yeah this is okay I I I got this when it came out yeah because um, it came out right after Bone Machine, which is my first Tom Waits album, and mm-hmm. it, that blew my mind. And then I started you know getting into the older stuff right around then. Then this came out, I'm like, oh boy, a new album right away! I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah, and was you know trying to digest something like this when you're like 16 or something like that is really kind of. <laughs> this is not the Black Rider is not an album for a teenager. Yeah, <laughs> or well, clearly not anyone, an adult either. Because no. uh, I it's, tried it's again. Not really an album. It isn't an album. You know, it's, it's just it's something from, that it's, was. It's the studio version of jobs. music music from a weird art play. Yeah. And at the beginning, I was like, maybe I am going to like it this time around, because I haven't listened to this in 20 years or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, man, because I kind of, the, in, the intro, whatever, but then, like, the Black Rider song, I'm like, this has a charm to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, uh, wow, shit, what are they called? Um, I, don't have the, I don't know the track list. Okay. Uh, so, what are you looking for? I don't know. One of the first three. Lucky Days Overture, the opener with yeah. like, well, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Burr, which burr, is burr. fine, whatever. That's just an and then the first song is Black Rider, November. Which, November. I was like, this is a song. This is fine. And I remember the Briar and the Rose very well. And that's a pretty song. Yeah. And then that's about where we stop mm-hmm. <laughs> having songs. listenable music. Yeah. And there's just a lot of. Uh, what's the uh, bullet? Perfect bullet or magic bullet? Uh, yeah. That one's called that Just the Right Bullet. Pretty cool. Like mm-hmm. particularly the ending of it, it has these the little interludes in it that are really yeah. fucking cool. I mean, it is Tom Waits, so there's going to be uh, stuff to like. But this is an absolute punishment album because there's nothing worse than listening to someone that you love and hold in the highest regard make a middling mess. Yeah, uh, and it is a mess uh, to listen to. Like I imagine, maybe, maybe I, no, I don't know. You can't listen to this. You can It's not a listenable thing. Yeah, there's yeah. No, you know, I, I was, I was very much like. Like you said, there's moments where I was like, "Oh, this can, I could see this." Yeah, I, I absolutely in the last two weeks have not been on a musical path where I've been interested in listening to anything that this approaches. Right, like <laughs> I've been so just like not like because I like really weird music, uh, like 
at times, not sure. always, but I I do like some really really off the wall shit that's that other people will be like this is just noise. I hate you, but like I have not been in that mindset. So no, listening no. to this for the past like like every once in a while, as much as I could get through for the past week or yeah. two, I've just kind of been like. Ah, the stuff that I can hear why I should go listen to everything that Tom Waits has done, but right now I do not want to listen to this. I don't like it. Get no, away. No. <laughs> yeah, this is this is yeah the worst Tom Waits release there is. Yeah, I can see that. You know, because there's like almost nothing to it mm-hmm. that's memorable or worthwhile yeah, and, to go and, back to. And I was saying to Casey before we recorded, like I feel like also. I'm it's a, it's a release of something that I'm missing a large chunk of that I can never ever get because it's like yeah. music that is supposed to be used during a play with visuals and actors yeah, and yeah. shit like not necessarily that it, that would make it brilliant but I feel like no, I'm sitting here listening a like, reference point yeah like what am I, like what am I supposed to do with this yeah. Tom like ramp, like I don't fucking what and yeah it, and it's funny you know because the other uh, there's very few releases from him that I don't like mm-hmm. but the other two that I'm not hot on are Alice and Blood Money. Yeah. And they are also uh, inspired by uh, m- music for plays mm-hmm. from all of these same people. But then so is Frank's Wild Years. Yeah. And Frank's Wild Years is one of the greatest albums genius. I've ever heard in my yeah. life. Yeah, absolutely. But there's songs. So th- those are it. songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, That's a good jump off point, too. Frank's yeah. Wild Years, that might be a good starting album. I think the people. album that I first... Gets you like, a little bit of everything. You know? Okay. Yeah, I think the the first one of the first albums I heard when I said I was at a cottage and we all put had some albums and that one went on. It was uh, it was the first album, uh, the piano led closing album. time, closing time. Yeah. And I remember being like, "This is super cool." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a great. It's it's really more of a folk album. Yeah. than uh, any other. Yeah, rest. I remember like, thinking was his, like that was interesting. Really one his straight ahead because I knew yeah. him as like oh shit like crazy shit. And right. then hearing that, I was like, oh, I want to hear this and then where it goes from here. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> If you if you start at it's the beginning and just take the path, it's yeah. fucking bananas. Yeah, like, and I mean, it's all really beautiful. Oh, yeah, well, with great. with a couple of missteps, yeah, like yeah. Black Rider, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, almost everything yeah. else. This, this, every album has like a worthwhile thing to check it yeah, out for. Yeah. Except you can probably skip over Alice in Blood Money. Okay, this won't deter me from from but listening that's deep into it anyway. So you'll. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. But yeah, um, so fuck you, Casey. <laughs> I just wanted to know. I was curious and I didn't want to listen to it myself. Yeah. yeah. So well, don't. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, fellas. You yeah. got it. Well, now Greg gets to give us an album. Yeah, that's true. He's been, he's been, he's been, he got I've a been working on this the whole time. I was you so mad, mad that I lost that double ones. I feel like when roll. you went away, the like in the back of your mind, the entire trip the was whole like. <laughs> I'm gonna land and have to go find time. Yeah, to watch one the whole direction. time I was in Greece, it was in the back of my mind. Yeah. Well, that makes and me feel bad now that we ruined a small part of your honeymoon. <laughs> um, Whatever. I, he had his butthole adventures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had so many adventures with his butthole. Hey, we all had an adventure with my butthole. <laughs> um, all of Greece had an adventure with your butthole. It's uh, so I and I was very torn on what to give you guys as a punishment album. I kind of wanted to do something that was maybe themed from the trip. Some music I found while I was mm-hmm. there, and I watched uh, when I couldn't yeah. find anything else to watch. I did watch a lot of Greek MTV. Which is really weird. Um, <laughs> a lot, I saw a lot. Do of, they show music videos or oh, just yeah, reality no, TV? Nothing but. Oh, yeah. But they're when they have the uh, the the station identification, like the call sign, like you know, where you just have like the you know my TV at the yeah, yeah. there, and just you know this is what you're watching. They use. <laughs> 
they don't use the, uh, any current music. They use the one song for it every time. And I was like, why is this the song? The song was uh, Rockstar by Cypress Hill. Uh-huh. I'm like, why are you Weird. using Weird. a not successful no. <laughs> decade and a half old song like by Cypress Hill? The least successful song from a band that Maybe it was really successful over there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe, Maybe that hit big. Well, because uh-huh. it was, it did have like a sort of like rock and roll counterpart well, they to it. Yeah, yeah. Two, two yeah. CDs. It yeah. was like the. Of the same songs, a hip hop mm-hmm. version of the album and then and the a rock, rock version. Roll. Totally misguided. Nobody yeah. wants that. No. Anyway, so, and they showed a lot. I saw a lot of 90s dance music that I forgot existed. So I was thinking about maybe using some of that. Saw a bunch of Greek stuff. I really wanted to give you that Cerebro <laughs> Me, 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 Me song, but there's no album to go with it. What so. is that? Oh, man. He put it in the I, thread. Yeah, I, I, he sent he it to us. Villain? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was yeah, pretty funny. It's really grating and horrible, that yeah. song. Um, and so I was like, well, what am I going to do with that? Maybe something influenced by the trip. And then it was like, when I'm watching the movie, I'm like, well, this is all boy band stuff. So maybe something to do with that. Or maybe mm-hmm. it's come out of left field. One of the things I've been holding forever. Yeah. So, but I was going to do just something Greek, like in a different language, because mm-hmm. that's just probably offensive for us to not understand yeah. something. So that's not happening. So anyway, yeah, just be like, this is so, the way. Still like, trying to figure out, holding on to stuff, and I'm watching the One Direction movie, and I was having such a horrible time, like, okay, we're going into boy band territory. Oh, no. So we are going to be listening to boy bandy stuff. Uh-huh. And I was watching the movie, and I'm like, I, I could just give them One Direction. But I'm like, I don't know if they're a good or bad boy band because I don't have a reference point. So Uh-oh. Like, we better go back to boy bands a Uh-oh. little bit deeper. Uh-oh. But- Why did I want, like, my, my th- first thought was like, oh, well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, because, like, the older stuff has more integrity. No. Yeah. No. And there's a couple different eras. There's yeah. the late 80s stuff, and then there's the, the resurgence in mm-hmm. the mid to late 90s. So, you know, uh, so where are we going to go? Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, I, one thing I'm going to do... <laughs> Is you guys are going to be participate in uh, in picking your your fate here a little bit because I still am not sold. Okay. So, but I have two options that okay. I'm, I'm sitting on. So, uh, left hand or right hand, boys? Are we? Do we have to both agree? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Uh, I'm left-handed, so I say yeah. left hand. Uh, I'm right-handed. I, I feel like there's no right answer here. No. So. <laughs> Uh, you're right-handed. Yeah. Well, right sounds more like right. Yeah. And I feel like that's the Maybe right. Maybe he choice. thought of that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but again, it really doesn't it's matter. Like, I why know. Are, it's like either you stab me in the eye or you stab yeah. me in what the do we other want to do? eye. Hmm. Uh, let's say right. All right. Go right. Lefty Lucy, but righty. Righty tighty. Right. Right. Okay. Then we're going to the mid to late nineties. Okay. Yeah. So oh, good. I was looking at that oh, time sweet. period, and I'm looking at the in sync, uh-huh. and I'm like. Nah, like, I know. We yeah, because they were considered to be like the best of all of yeah, that. They they I like, they, I like where you're going shit. here with this. Yeah. I want it. I want it some real. And I look at the big comeback and the return okay. of this whole thing was the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. yeah, and so many hits and such a big thing. And I was like, this is terrible. And I looked at them on YouTube. I'm like, yeah, this is really bad. Mm. And that first album of theirs, '96 in particular, really horrible. But then I was like, hey, all these guys made solo albums. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I'm you. not listening to five different fucking albums. <laughs> of course not. So I was like, who made the worst solo album? Oh. And then I was like, wow, Nick Carter made a really a whole bunch of really bad solo albums. So then I remembered he has a brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter has an album called 
Oh, Aaron. Yeah, I would like you to listen to that. Yes. <laughs> I remember that shit because because he was so young. Yeah. And he had that and he video. Raps a lot. He had that video where it was like a house party, and it was yeah. like, oh, Aaron. Yep. I, first of all, I got through. I got through Serial Joe. I can get through that. <laughs> and second of all, it is worth it because the album's called Oh, oh Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Uh, like every time he does something, that's what he yeah. says to himself. Oh, Aaron. Oh, Aaron. Classic you Aaron. Are a delight. Yeah. I, I'm kind of happy. Classic this is going to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this is going to be fun. I think uh, it is kind of going to be fun. Because that's such an outlier. I like that. Yeah. 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 It's 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 like a pathway to obscurity. Yeah. Within, yeah. Uh, that was a good. My yeah. uh, my late 80s pick. We'll have to wait for another time. It's uh, All right. delightful as well, though. Um, So we're going to. Let's get into rolling. Yeah. So, this week, we're doing another winner's choice. There's so much out there. Yeah, well, with the festival being in town, it's kind of a weird time for theater releases. There Mm -hmm. isn't really a whole bunch. You know, like, you've missed a couple weeks of things opening. There's a lot of shit out there that we should see and talk about. The movies that are out there right now... Look, are, are, there's a lot of middling stuff out there. Like Riddick's not a loser, Insidious Two is not a loser. It's yeah, just kind of like really a winner yeah, either. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. lots of stuff landing in the middle. So yep. hopefully, we'll all find the two winners. will find something interesting to go see because mm-hmm. there's a lot of small stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But because there's also not a lot that we haven't talked about, that's mm-hmm. a or big piece of shit. To go see Mud because I would really like to talk I about that. Would in like depth, to watch Mud. Uh, the themes of it. Yeah, I've been. I keep meaning to see it. Yeah, strongly recommend. Very good. So. Because we're 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 gonna do another Netflix loser because I've seen the only real piece of shit out there with this One Direction. There's nothing yes. else of that level. Um, although on the horizon we have some more 3D dance movies. Oh, I saw there was a, a yeah. some movie coming out on this 20th, so there's, we'll get to some, some shit. Spectacular shit coming our way. But I Greg Greg mentioned this movie when, when we were discussing what are we gonna <laughs> what are we gonna pick on Netflix, and I as soon as he mentioned it. <laughs> Remembered that I stumbled upon it in the Netflix queue uh-huh. and thought, like, what? <laughs> yeah. There are a few people I hate more than the stars <laughs> of this movie. We are going to oh. make the loser watch a film from 2012 called Crazy Enough, the original title of which was Just Crazy Enough, <laughs> which I find funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie is starring Chris Kattan and... and Chris Kattan. No, you need to say that with a question mark. Yeah. Chris Kattan and Chris, Chris Kattan, Kattan. as identical <laughs> twin brothers separated at birth. One a prominent psychiatrist, the other a mental patient. Oh no! What? Oh, the no. irony is delicious. But I'm pretty sure they end up switching places. Uh, fate intervenes, and they have to switch places. Yes. Uh, I am so Jesus excited to hear Christ. about this movie because if, if you go on Google <laughs> right now, you might be watching it. Oh uh, uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you go on Google right now, Google. Tr- Crazy enough, 2012. Look at the cover of this. It is horrifying. <laughs> if you hate Chris Kattan as much as Everyone everybody hates else hates Chris Kattan, <laughs> it's going to give me nightmares. Is there uh, anyone else in this fucking thing? Like, I have to assume. How that... many more Chris Kattans are in this Okay. Movie? <laughs> there's 37 <laughs> more Chris Kattans. Everyone. Um, there's a lot of names on here with no images. We got Brooke Anna Leedy, Jonathan Beck Reed, Susanna Gibb, Eleanor T. Uh. Threat, Jason Padgett, Madison Jolly. These are fake names. <laughs> Peter Bed Peter Bedgood, that's a fake name. I'm telling you, he plays everybody. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, this movie was directed by somebody named Lance McDaniel, who has directed a movie called Unsolved, 
and nothing else really. A documentary, <laughs> video short. Uh, wow. Yep, real bad. Yep. And is directing a movie in 2014 that looks to also have not very many, any like no notable names. Great. So, you know, when you get a movie after this, <laughs> crazy enough, and it has nobody in it, Casey's going to roll for this. Yeah. All right. Crazy enough versus viewer's okay. choice. Mm. I hate Chris Kattan so much, you guys. <laughs> and he rolled... Four. four. Okay, that's all right. right. Four is reasonable. All right, I'm getting down, rolling on my bouncy castle. Yep. Haven't led me astray now. Knock on fake wood. Yep. So far away. Yeah, it's five. a five. Ah, fuck. Ugh. All right. I mean, ah, fuck. I, I'm not seeing this movie, you guys. Five. All right. I'm. I. Let's see. Let's Come see. On. Roll high, Greg. Roll high. Not. He rolled oh, one. Yes. Yes, I've Casey not been happy. Viewers' choice. All right, Greg is rolling oh, deep again into some shit. Greek is alive. This that is literally was the most exciting thing that's happened to me in a lot of times. <laughs> but I mean, Greg's got the uh, punishments on deck, man. You go. Got you, you've got a deep uh, pocket for that. I so. will listen to every single Aaron Carter album because <laughs> I like him a hell of a lot more. Even than I like Chris oh, Kattel. Aaron again. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, seriously, Aaron. Now, come on, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, I don't know what to do with you. Classic Aaron. <laughs> Unfucking believable. The, the, Dude, co- the covers sucks. for Aaron Carter's albums just get like darker and darker, but like it's still like, oh, Aaron, he's got like a knife with blood on it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, they just get more and more depressed. I'm really starting to get sick of Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Get I pretend like it. I'm not even related to Aaron anymore was his most recent one. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have fun. That is Some great. Some of us. That's great. I'm happy. I'm super happy. You're happy, yeah, right, Casey? I'm quite happy. Great. Everybody's yeah. happy. I hope we had a great time. You're, hey, you suggested this fucking Yeah, <laughs> I know. And you get to watch in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. So... Like, Nobody, you, you don't have to order the uh, just crazy enough popcorn, please. Or <laughs> this soil my good home yeah. with a fucking Chris Kattan movie. I am excited. Oh, I I'm interested. I want to. <laughs> what this movie's like? Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I feel like after this whole thing is said and done, maybe I'll watch five minutes of it. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I will thing. at least watch the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll just watch the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Will you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a nice five minutes. Yeah, yeah. good. I'm glad. Um, all right. We're at about an hour and a half. We we went long, but I feel like we deserved it. We had a two-week break. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Everyone's good. probably like, just an hour and a half? Don't leave yet. Yeah. Exactly. It's not like people want less of us. <laughs> I, th- I want us to post the video. I want you guys to know how lucky you were that there weren't albums to go with uh, Me, 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 Me. By okay. Cerebro. Yeah, I saw that. We'll, we'll post that on the site. And also, um, and there was another thing that didn't have a full album to go with it. Lance Bass tried to oversee some boy band called Heart to Heart. Oh, and they have oh. a song called Facebook Official. Oh, shit. What? Like, oh, man. I, lo- I was like, this is it. This is the fuck. An album, but there's no, no album. full album, just a yeah. mini thing with like three songs on it, like that. Not enough. Too bad. But <laughs> Face- supposed- Facebook official, yeah. Facebook official. I'm That's assuming it's make about- a relationship. Yeah. Facebook official. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, okay. Like, because like, I was thinking, like, uh, like, like the Facebook police. You know, oh, official. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like I'm a Facebook official, and I demand to know what's going on on your Facebook right now. <laughs> It's uh, uh, yes. Absurd. We will put the those videos up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or and that it, fucking. Have you guys seen the Miley Cyrus video? Yeah, I haven't seen no. all of it. Oh no. god! It's, like I, there was all the news about her grinding yeah. on uh, Pinstripe McGee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robin Thicke. 
Uh, but I think that was like the setup for this video that's coming yeah. out where she's just a huge whore in it. It's, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying this meltdown. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's a certain person on Facebook who I'm not going to say, she does not listen to the show or anything. She's uh-huh. just one of those friends that you have on Facebook. Yeah. You just really wish you didn't. Yeah. And like, she just went on this whole tirade about how she thinks she's proud of Miley for like you know becoming her own woman and blah blah and i'm like there's she's not becoming her own woman she's just becoming the whore that's gonna sell See, as many records yeah. on her fucking way out oh, of yeah. the door it, i i don't have she an issue really high to me that's high yeah. drunk but uh-huh. yeah, becoming your own woman is just getting loaded and getting on tv yeah and just I, and, and being, grinding against a 30 showing however much of your vagina as you can <laughs> I don't have an issue with, like, yep. the, the sexuality of it. No, like, I don't either. There's, like, I don't think anybody does. Yeah. It's just yeah. sad that, mm-hmm. that that's what's going on. I felt like yeah. her performance was, like, more offensive for, like, the weird race issues that were going on. That's like, what I keep hearing. See, now I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I've seen stills of it. It's just how weird. The whole thing is weird. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But, yeah, this new video of hers, Wrecking Ball or whatever, is just like, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm to, mm-hmm. well, I probably won't check. No, that no, out. I'm like, well, as soon as we're done recording, you're putting it on YouTube. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it just before um, I came over here. Well, it's been good. Thanks for listening for our extra long welcome back yeah, yeah. episode. Uh, yeah. You can find us on Facebook as always at facebook.com slash synwpc or go to twitter.com slash synwpc um, or go to modernspear.com. Casey's going to put up a review of In a World. I put up my two TIFF reviews for Sacrament and Prisoners, and I also wrote a bit about Bad Milo. So check it out. We got all sorts of stuff going on up there yeah you're gonna want to check it out we'll get some more mixtapes up soon it's getting uh turning into the fall i always feel like a good fall mixtape so oh yeah might do that we'll yeah, see for sure yeah absolutely so please check us out facebook.com synwpc you're gonna want to see this me 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 video <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we'll put up an oh Aaron video <laughs> oh yeah um so yeah thanks for listening and we'll see you next wednesday bye internet goodbye internet Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.